This is Chris McGregor of Discerning Hearts. We are all now living through a difficult time. More than ever, we are being called to turn toward the light of Christ and to follow Him. So our work doesn't stop. In fact, it's more important than ever. Please consider making a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, between now and Divine Mercy Sunday, April 19th, to help support our efforts to offer spiritual guidance, love, and hope to the world. Thank you from all of us at Discerning Hearts, and God bless. Discerning Hearts now presents a special audio version of a Skype video chat I, Chris McGregor, had with Father Mauritius Fildi. Father Mauritius is the prior of Sant'Anselmo's Benedictine Monastery in Rome. If you'd like to see the full video, visit discerninghearts.com or visit the Discerning Hearts YouTube channel. We now present Father Mauritius Fildi. Father, how are you? I am doing well. We are still doing well. <laughs> yeah. I, the news out of Italy is so... Um, uh, let me just get, click this real quick. The, uh, the news out of Italy is so heartbreaking. It is just... I, it, it, and it isn't getting better from what I am seeing in news reports. I would have thought that this would have... Uh, be closer to its culmination, but it just seems to be um, more and more painful to experience. How has it been for you? Uh, the very same. You know, we. It's a little bit like in war. This is what people say. You know, everybody, every every day you watch the you watch news, news. You watch what's going on, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it's it's pretty surreal. You really. I have never experienced something like this in my life, and I think the others um, have the same impression. Um, so one can only go day by day together with God and and trust. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I um, I have been uh, so thankful for the. Benedictine rule for being a Benedictine oblate just here in the United States because it has helped us to prepare our home, to prepare our family, mm-hmm. and you know how to live this out. You know, or at labora, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you pray and work, and then you have balance and everything else. I can't imagine. Oh, my family is doing their their family thing. But I, I can't mm. imagine what it uh, what it must be like in the monastery. What it must be like for the for the, your confreres and for those you're really having to rely on that, aren't you? Mm. No, that's true. So um, thankfulness is is a is a good word because in those days you feel the strong solidarity of the confreres. You feel that people really. Uh, give their best try to to help that our situation remains stable, and this is a this is a great gift. The community is a great gift at the moment, wow. and and at what what you said is so true that uh, this is basically the time of the monks because everybody around the world has to live like a monk at the moment, and um, so we try to to do our best. You talk about soberness. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I you know I look back on that on the book that you wrote and the conversations we've had and it it's really that time, isn't it? 
it is, is. That it is really a call that was almost prophetic mm -hmm. what you were writing about uh, a couple years ago yeah it's it's really sobering this time because all of a sudden things that you thought are so important all of a sudden you realize they are not important other things that you have just forgotten and that you were not aware of not grateful for all of a sudden appear like what they are so important so it's a time of a little bit of you could even say separation or, or, or discernment so you know the good things and the bad things come out and you see what is really important and what is really essential in in, in our lives so soberness is a good good way to put it yeah for those who are joining us uh, you are on the beautiful Aventine Hill in the uh, city of Rome, in mm -hmm. San Anselmo, the, I, I, which feels like a, a home away from home for me. Mm. It is the place where I've ever experienced so much love and so much uh, joy and, and fellowship. And it, 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 um, it's going to make me cry. I mean, I just think of that whole area mm. around Rome and, and the people mm. and this is just uh, so it just came out of the blue can can mm -hmm. we say that is did it feel like that yes yes absolutely and you know one read about this virus in china and then it uh, came to germany and then it exploded in italy mm -hmm. and um, but it was still far away from central italy from rome where we are but then, slowly but surely, you see how these numbers increase. When you, when you mentioned the, the Aventine Hill where we are, we really feel privileged at the moment because basically all people in the city are imprisoned in, in their uh, apartments, in their rooms, and, and you know, space is very precious in Rome. So we have this beautiful large monastery that gives us uh, the the space to to walk to pray to breathe in the cloister in the garden. However, I must say, God is always just. Uh, we are a big community. We are at the moment still eight eighty five people. A couple have left, but most of us are still here. And in time in ter in times of uh, self isolation, what we should do now, you know, the the idea is to fight this virus. Is that you that you isolate yourself, mm -hmm. that you, and those are an advantage who are in small groups. So little families or the singles then have an advantage. We are very vulnerable with this huge community because, you know, we have many contacts with outside. And so in that sense, we need a lot of discipline at the moment to stay together, to stick together. And, but it, it works pretty well with the help of God. I'm thinking of the little family that runs the gift shop that is just, you know, uh, in, in the, it's not even really a piazza area. What would you call it? I mean, it's just a little mm -hmm. uh, across from the monastery. Do you mm -hmm. have access to them? Do they have a, can they intermingle with you or are they mm -hmm. um, having to be separated? Yeah. Actually, they left mm -hmm. to their home. They live uh, close to Monte Cassino is where they have their home. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a good question because we, we, we discussed uh, among ourselves, 
what we do with our co-workers, you know, with their families. And we, so we offer them to stay home uh, and some choose to do this because they felt more safe to be, again, in a small group, in a small community. And, but others, I'm so amazed, really said, you know, we, we stick to your, to your monks, especially our cooks, uh, the personnel in the kitchen, they are awesome. They still come every day. You know, the streets are empty. There is nobody. Since today, the, uh, the, since today, the, the police blocks all roads. You have no chance anymore to, to go. Only those with special authorization. Mm -hmm. um, so those who still come to us, um, they are so generous. But you see a lot of generous people at the moment. You know, think about the doctors, the nurses. Uh, the helpers, the police. Uh, it's incredible how many people help together. And I'm, I get a really a new, new view on, on the Italian folks. They are so good people. They stick together. They are in solidarity. They, I'm amazed how they, how they fight together. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this recently. Uh, that the experience that we're having in the United States, which you were supposed to visit, you were supposed to be here. That's <laughs> um, right, I this was weekend. All, yeah, I know, I was all set to see you this weekend. And um, it, in the United States, I don't think we've ever experienced anything quite like this. Mm -hmm. We had, you know, the only thing, I, I guess we had the influence of, of 1918, but that wasn't, it, it, it devastated a populace, but people didn't know what was causing it. They didn't know, mm -hmm. you know, it, we had to just live through it. Here, mm -hmm. it's not just the virus, but it's also the economic situation. Mm -hmm. And it, maybe the Civil War might have been close years ago, uh, but that, again, that was very regional. Mm -hmm. And so we are just, uh, there is a, such a concern and a anxiety and a stress because this is so new. But mm -hmm. as you mentioned, the people of Europe, your people in Germany, the people of Italy, people of Rome, this type of devastating occurrence occurred during times of war. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're out of nowhere, a bomb will drop into your community mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, it, it, and it would last for years. So there's, there's something to that, isn't there? Um, the European ability to be able to endure such calamity. Mm -hmm. am, I, am I overstating that? Oh, not at all. Not at all. Um, I must say I'm, I'm pretty content with the leadership that I found, find here in Italy. The Premier Minister, mm -hmm. also the, the German Chancellor, she found basically the words that you just mentioned, that she said, this is a challenge our country never had since the Second World War. Mm -hmm. uh, French president said the same thing. He said, we are in war. And it, it is what it, that is what it is. So um, it feels, I have never experienced this in my life. And um, it's interesting, it brings forth um, the energy, the strength, that is in us, but it also brings, or let's come, let come out um, the fear. So there, there's a lot of fear here in, in, in Rome, in Italy. This is basically our, our daily um, companion. And one has to always to discern, is it a panic 
is it a fear that is devastating? This you have to block. Mm-hmm. Or to do something against it, to, to look for consolation. Or is it a good fear? Because some people still are not afraid enough. Right. You know, the fear, the fear also protects us. You know, tells us, be careful. And so we have to balance this. And again, this is a very Benedictine thing. You know, to find the right balance between not to be overcome by fear, not to panic, but at the same time to be really cautious. Because it's a war. This, this virus has, this virus is such a strange thing, right? If you wash your hands in 20 seconds, the virus is dead. You can easily kill it. 20 seconds with soap, it's dead. And see how how sneaky it is and gets all over, so it's really an enemy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so with you have to balance these emotions. Yeah, it, uh, drawing from the rule, I, the, the thing that I think has helped me so much and as odd as it may sound is the Liturgy of the Hours because there have been points in throughout my whole response as a mother, as a, as a wife, uh, and, and also trying to do the work, that when you hear the news and mm-hmm. you begin to see things and experience you know, the, the, the massive change, if I didn't have that breaking in at, every, you know, at certain times of the day where you just got to stop and you've got to, you've got to, yes. it's a discipline, isn't it? So that you can encounter yes. the word, the capital W, you, gotta, you encounter him. And um, enter into that liturgy. So I thank you, and for one, because you you have helped me live it. But um, it, it, we really can draw from that, can't we, Father? Mm-hmm. It's very true. You know, we, we we watch a lot of news at the moment. You know, in the first weeks, it was even a little curiosity. You know, thought, oh, what's going on? And but now it has come so close. You not even do not you not even want to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's it's terrible, you know. You, every morning you open the news and think, okay, what's next? And in all of this, you can be easily overwhelmed by emotions, which is understandable, which is human. Mm-hmm. And what you said is so right. The prayer, the liturgy of the hours, this structure stops and let let you be in the presence of God. And this is so, so helpful. You know, I have contact contact with many families and they are in a totally new uh, situation because they have their children at home. Homeschooling is not so, it's not common in Italy and in, in, in Germany. Um, so what do I do with my children? And, and they all say the same thing. They say, you have to give your day a structure. Without a structure, you are lost. So it's, it's really like living like a monk. You need this structure. And this is what I appreciate so much in, at, at the moment again in our lives, that we have this skeleton, that this, this framework that really keeps us going. Mm. And the, the confreres, how are, they, how are all the brothers, the priests, how are they, how are they doing? And you have a whole age range. You have young and you also have the elders of the community who need a particular care. I mean, this really, when I think about St. Benedict's rule, I mean, this was, it was made for times like these, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that, that, that's true. And, you know, when you come to Rome and study, um, your focus is on studying and then getting to know the, the city, mm-hmm. you know, the churches and the saints. And so everybody is a little outward oriented. You know, uh, those years in Rome when our guys study here, uh, they are not as contemplative, I would say, as they are in their home monasteries. And now, all of a sudden, boom, the doors are locked or closed. Let's say it this way. They're closed. Mm -hmm. Wow. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves in a community that usually never lives together. It's a little bit like in families, too. I heard this this joke that uh, somebody was told, uh, you have to, to live in quarantine. 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 And um, yep. quarantine. And so you have to choose: a, live with your wife and your daughter; b, I take b. He said. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't even listen. What? <laughs> yeah. So in other words, we, we we are not used to live together so close for such a long time, and this is even true for our community. So all of a sudden, we all are together. However, that brings out new and wonderful things. And just one example. We now stand in a, in a good distance to each other in the choir. So we leave empty one choir stall and so that we have enough distance that we, that we need. Mm-hmm. You know, just from a musical, musical point of view, the chant is extraordinary because everybody has to kind of sing and chant very, let's say, consciously and kind of the whole church sounds different now because you cling to the choir and just mingle your little voice into the other voices. Everybody, this is what monk, being monk means. A monk is somebody who's, first of all, alone, but then lives in community and if everybody does it in this way, there it, it grows a beautiful sound. And this is what I see in our church at the moment. Our, our prayers are very strong, very powerful. Um, this is just one example how our community at the moment grows together. Oh, and it's such a beautiful, beautiful uh, church in which you, you come together to do that singing. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's, mm-hmm. uh, you know... I want to say aesthetically, I mean, it, it's not only just beautiful to hear, but the, the power of that prayer, when we think of all the monastic communities mm-hmm. around the world that are praying in that way and lifting mm-hmm. up that prayer, and if we, mm-hmm. in our domestic churches, if we have our, the, it, that domestic monastery, as it were, all unite mm-hmm. that, our, our prayers are um, most certainly heard, aren't they, mm-hmm. Father Mauritius? Yes. Especially now, because as you know, in Italy, most of the churches are closed and people cannot participate in the Holy Eucharist, which is really, on one hand, a big discussion, (laughs) on the other hand, just necessary and a huge sacrifice for many, many people who want to go to church. And the good thing is that many monasteries stream their prayers now. Mm -hmm. My home monastery in Germany, Münster Schwarzach, does um, I think Conception Abbey also does it. They do. They yes. Do. Yeah. In Missouri. 
And it's so beautiful, you see a still a community celebrating the Holy Eucharist. Instead, you know, many parish priests now stream their Mass when they celebrate by themselves, which is very sad, but they are connected with, with their people, no doubt. But to pray with the community is even a little easier, and so many people appreciate, or for example, Montserrat in Spain, they, I don't know how many million uh, clicks they have. This is amazing. So people really join now the monasteries online and, and pray with them. Yeah, it, it's such a, a, I don't even want to say it's an alternative. I think it should be the primary. And the mm. news is the alternative. I mean, and we, we don't need that. I mean, if you, you click in and you get your, your local news, press conference, you know, that's important. But to hear the commentary, mm -hmm. the constant, and you, it, we're even getting to the point now where it's the political discourse had gotten so toxic here in the United mm. States. And I'm not, you know, for whatever reason, I don't care if you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, mm -hmm. how we spoke about each other, how we, mm -hmm. we talked, the discourse mm -hmm. not a, that the young has seen us exhibit, they're now exhibiting, and it's just mm -hmm. trickling down. It just, that, enough. It's almost as though God, mm -hmm. I'm not presuming to know the mind of God, but this, he just, mm -hmm. enough everybody, mm -hmm. just stop. And get back to basics. Mm -hmm. I, is mm -hmm. that what are your thoughts about that? Mm -hmm. That's so true because now we have all one goal. Mm -hmm. We want to fight this virus, and it is not important kind of to which wing you belong. And so this unity grows all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And uh, also to uh, to add to what we just had with the common prayer the other night, it was here at 9 p.m. Uh, here in Italy, uh, the Holy Father invited to pray rosary with him, and maybe you, you joined him as well. Yep. It was we worldwide. Did. But so we, with our community, went into the church. It was um, only a little light we had on, on the spot on, on the Madonna, um, Mary, and it was such a powerful rosary. And knowing that the Holy Father, Pope Francis, sits just, just very two, three kilometers away from us, as well as we locked in. Mm -hmm. He is locked in, we are locked in, but we pray together and in, 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 in entire Italy, the people prayed, everybody put out a little candle on the window and it was so, so powerful. So the prayer, that, you know, this, this is... Our contribution as Christians to this crisis, as monks, anyway, that we pray. Mm -hmm. That we pray. This is we have to go to, to really run to Jesus and, and and ask him, please, 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 stop this plague, and save us, save as many people as possible. And if we pray together, this is our strength. Mm. Father Mauritius. What would you say to those who are out there that are experiencing so much fear and anxiety? What what would your what would you counsel them? 
Um, the last uh, 30 seconds, I could not hear you. Can you repeat this? Sure. Please? Yeah, I'm not surprised that our connection is just a little tight. You know, the Internet, mm -hmm. so many people are trying to connect, and, and it's, mm -hmm. it's just filling things. But for those who are so fearful and anxious at this mm -hmm. time, what, what, what counsel would you give them? Yes. I think it is very important really to pray and to use the words that Jesus and the Holy Scripture gave us. And it happens to me again at the moment that I pray the Liturgy of the Hours and a word, a sentence, stands out and gives me consolation. Let me take one example of this morning. Mm -hmm. In Psalm 118, we prayed, The Lord is my strength and my song. The Lord is my strength and my song. Sometimes we feel overwhelmed. We think we, we, we are not going to make it. I'm not sure if I have the strength. You feel anxiety. No, the Lord is my strength. And he's much stronger than I am. He is my strength. And then, and he is my song. I love that. So we can continue to sing. And singing, I think we had one podcast on that topic as well. Yep. Singing is very healing and chanting. When you sing, you lose the fear. It is so interesting, the Italians, they sing. They sing anyway, always. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, they are on the rooftops here in Rome and, and play music and dance. At the moment, they don't dance anymore because it's... But still, they have music. Sure. And so the music really helps and, and the prayer helps. And uh, so, the Lord is my strength and my song. Mm. Well, Father Mauritius, I am so grateful to have this time. And I'm hopeful that you might have time in your day as we go through this period. Because I may, has things slowed down a little bit at the, at the monastery? Are things, or is, have they, are more intense? No, no, in contrary, you know, we... We pray more, though. Mm. You know, we we do two or three times a week a special a Eucharistic adoration. We do this rosary, so um, we have to keep going. Well, you know, you're supposed to be doing a retreat here in uh, the beautiful St. Benedict Center in Schuyler. Mm. Maybe you can, uh, if you have time, maybe we can uh, get little window on what that might have been like if you want to mm -hmm. share that and just keep ministering to all the people out there. I, mm -hmm. You know, the, the Benedictine charism, I, I feel that both Bruce and I have been so blessed to be able to fill our home with and in our hearts. It has carried us so much. I, I think it, what was it you would say, uh, Father Mauritius, that the thing about the monastery for the monks, you, you establish a monastery and you stay. You mm -hmm. don't leave, no matter what mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that can be a source for, for people out there that are, are so um, concerned and, and scared. Yes. Again, a, a monastic virtue, uh, stability, staying at home. That's the slogan here in, in Italy at the moment. Io resto a casa. I stay home. The same in Germany. Ich bleibe zu Hause. That's, that's, 
that's the motto at the moment, and this is basically the Benedictine motto, uh, I, I, I stay home. As an act of solidarity, as an act of charity, I stay home. I'm not roaming around outside, but I stay home. And it's a beautiful challenge, and uh, we try. <laughs> Yeah, so many of our young here in the United States, and not all of them, not all of them, but many of them are um, kind of not doing that. They're, they they feel that, well, we can still go out and we can, we can be invincible, we can mm-hmm. visit beaches, we can um, mm-hmm. go out and, par- and literally party with our friends because we're not going to be mm-hmm. affected like those who mm-hmm. are older or the, we're not weak like those yeah. who have and- medical issues. And this is a terrible error, please. This is an error. So many people thought this here in Italy as well. So the average age of, of people infected is, is uh, decreasing. And also healthy people are, are, are hit. And um, we had these in Germany, for example, these corona parties. So this is how they called it. You know, there are young people who are partying, saying it cannot hit us. This is a big error, big mistake. I don't think that it is too many people who, who do this. Sometimes the media, they pick that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So what I see in Rome here is people are very, very disciplined. I didn't think that the Italians are so disciplined. They're, it's amazing. So I think there are more good people out there who really follow those instructions. And again... I say this now kind of across the ocean to you. If the more you you stay at home now, the more you avoid this contact, means touching people, talking with people too close, closely, the earlier the war will be over. It, this is really what it is. So please don't start too late. You know, this is what's the mistake in Northern Italy once started too late. Now we have a disaster. If you look to South Korea, if you look to Taiwan, to Singapore, to China as well, they managed better. Okay, they did it with pretty rigorous methods and means, and for our, for us free-spirited Europeans, uh, this was unthinkable, you know. However, at the end, the virus doesn't know any, any ideology or any, you know, he doesn't care. The virus doesn't care. We have to stop as good as we can for the moment, this uh, this personal contact, and this is a super. It's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice because usually we are used to show our solidarity in being closer, in coming closer, embracing somebody, hugging him, uh, touching him. You know, I'm with you. And now we have to do exactly the opposite. We have to withdraw. We have to detach in order to be more loving. And this is a very interesting uh, learning curve for everybody, not for the monks, so because the monks are kind of used to that. This detachment is part of our lives. So there are other ways how you can express your love, express your vicinity, express uh, uh, that you love each other. And because we can always trust that God is very close to us, especially in those moments like at the, at the like now, He is. Even if you feel lonely, there are so many people out there who are really lonely, as singles in their apartments. The old people, you know, the old people that 
my father, for example, my mother, my mother in the nursing home cannot be visited anymore. My father, my brother cannot visit him anymore. So it's so important to be close to them via phone, via internet, whatever is possible, but also believe that God really at the moment is very, very close to them because he knows how much we need this closeness, this loving closeness of, of God. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll be having more conversations. Yes. And I, you know, um, it, it makes me want to cry because I just think of all those wonderful men that I have gotten to know and, and just so love, and I'm just praying for your good health and, uh, and for your family in Germany. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who knows what, what God is doing here. <laughs> the Father has allowed this, hasn't he, Father Mauritius? Yes, yes. Mm. And, and he was on our side. Can we receive your blessing, Father? Yes, with pleasure. Almighty God, we kneel before you and implore your grace and especially your protection. Reunite our families, our countries, as they fight this plague. Heal the sick. Console those who have lost their dear ones. And bring to new life those who had to die. We ask you for your blessing for all of us who are united now in prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father Mauritius. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. It was wonderful to talk to you again. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to a special audio version of a Skype video conversation with Father Mauritius Vildi, prior of Sant'Anselmo in Rome. To hear and or to download this conversation along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com. You can view this special Skype video chat at the Discerning Hearts YouTube channel. We hope that if this we hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, and if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation that is fully tax deductible to help support our efforts and outreach to the world. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com and join us next time on Discerning Hearts.